good Tuesday morning. Thank you for saying good Tuesday. Like, don't, don't. Not great. Don't. Not a great Tuesday. Oh, it's a, it's an okay Tuesday. <laughs> oh, okay, so now, now it's not even good. Now it's back to okay. It's okay. You're being negative, Mom. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's back row morning show here on Back Row Radio with Matt. And uh, Mo. yeah, Matt and Mo up in here. And uh, guess what today is? Guess what it is? Guess what today is? Um, it's June 18th. It's the one year anniversary of Macro Radio. What? We officially launched last year on June 18th, and we've made it. We made it a year. That's amazing. Yeah, we we didn't fold. We didn't crumble. We are here. And today we're going to talk about some of the behind the scenes bits, how we got here, all that kind of stuff coming up later in the show. But first, we got latest news, random facts, more, all kinds of fun stuff, and we got a few holidays to celebrate. Yep. So what does June 18th bring our way today? Okay, it's hey, Go hey. Fishing Day. Lame. I know, I don't like fishing. You don't like fishing either? I really Long don't like fishing. Long distance high All right. Yeah, I hate fishing. Yeah, it's... I hate it. All elements of it. Yeah. Poke yourself. You gotta stick a worm on there. Mm-hmm. You gotta touch a gross fish. And then you just sit there. Yeah. And you hope that something comes along. Or you hope that something doesn't. So you don't have to touch a fish. <laughs> if that was the case, you should have just stayed home. But that's one. I'm 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 envisioning one of those pressured situations where it's like your father-in-law invites you to go fishing, and you gotta impress him. Like, okay, I'll go. And you just sit there, and your things in the water, and you're like, please don't catch a fish. Please don't catch a fish. Please don't catch a fish. <laughs> That never like, happened to me. I was going to say, I feel like you're speaking from experience <laughs> no, here. I, I have not gone fishing with my mother-in-law. I could actually see both you and Matt Gossman just kind of sitting there together like, oh gosh, <laughs> what did we do? <laughs> Why are we here? <sighs> this is not our natural habitat. <laughs> right? <laughs> okay, it's also International Picnic Day. Mm-hmm. Picnic. too. You hate picnics? Cause I hate any, like spring and summertime activity because of mosquitoes. I'm terrified of mosquitoes and I always get bitten. It doesn't matter what time of day. I know they say, well, they only come out at dusk and dawn. No, they're all day, every day. They find me. They seek me out and they find me. And apparently my poor boys have caught the same sweet blood that I have because they were outside of that baseball game and they are just still covered. And all these bites. All yeah, that baseball game was horrendous. What? All of a sudden, out of nowhere, we're like encircled by thousands yeah. of mosquitoes. Well, it was that. Uh, it was the Brady one, right? Yeah. Yeah, that you know they have a lot of like little dips and little stuff, and it's all in the shade. So there's tons of freestanding water there mm-hmm. all the time. Whenever yeah. we have like when we're in a storm. Yeah, pattern. but it came out of nowhere. Yeah. We had been sitting there watching the game. 30, 45 minutes, and all of the sudden, <laughs> we there is nowhere to go. You can see that the mass swarm of mosquitoes just all around you. <laughs> I'm so glad I didn't go. It was awful. We're <laughs> By the end of it, like we're all standing, and by we all, I mean all of the parents and siblings, and we're all just standing and walking and waving our arms, <laughs> hoping that we can just deter the mosquitoes from stopping on us. It was the, it, I've never, never, never seen anything like it. It was crazy. <laughs> yep. So picnics, they're right there with it. Yep. 
But it's also International Sushi <laughs> Day. <laughs> you want to take a running start at that one again? Nope. Inter- sushi Day. International Sushi Day. That's kind of hard to say. International Sushi Day. Yeah, Shut up. Yeah. See? No, no, no. Yeah. See? Yeah, it got me. It got me. It's right kind of difficult. There. International Sushi Day. It's the... Yeah, you really got to focus on that yeah. sushi part for uh-huh. some reason coming out of international. Yep. Weird. I know. Um. Yep. The one food... It's the next food I want to try that I've never had. I just can't get there. I love sushi. Ugh, I'm still mad at myself. For not being able to eat it? We, no, because we lived in Albuquerque and they have a really nice sushi restaurant yeah. called Azuma. And if I was going to try sushi for the first time, that should have been the place I went. And for the entire, entire three and a half years that we lived there, we would pass those billboards or whatever. Like, we should go. We should go. We should yeah. go to that place. I'm like, yes, we should. We should go. And then we never went. <laughs> Three so years passed you by. I ain't going to have sushi here in Clovis. I'll tell you that right now. We have a... <sighs> we have a new sushi place that's actually pretty good. We have a new sushi place here yeah. in Clovis? Yeah. It, you know where uh, Baby J's used to be next to Subway on Mabry? Oh, yeah. It's it's a new sushi place it's and it's like Oishi. It's O I I S H I. Would you say that's Oishi? O Oishi? Oishi? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, it, you've been there. Uh huh. It's good. Yes. And it's like traditional sushi. For the most part, yeah. 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 Okay. Well, maybe. It's good for Clovis sushi. Maybe there's some. Well, see, now you're dragging it back down again. <laughs> no, it's good. It is the best sushi that we have here in town, aside from the commissary sushi. But that's made like the commissary on base has like an actual little sushi stand, and it's made by Japanese ladies. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's I like. I've never thought about that before. For real, legit. Legit, legit sushi. Too legit. Too legit sushi. That's what my restaurant's going to be called. <laughs> sushi restaurant. Uh, I don't know about that, Matt. Listen, I feel like if you were ever going to try sushi, you should have done it in California. Yeah. That's like the best place to get sushi. Yeah. See, I'm afraid of not being near my home. <laughs> what happens cause, when you get sick yeah because that's what i'm afraid will happen yeah, you're not gonna get sick <laughs> i try new foods i want the comfort of my own toilet <laughs> in the back of my mind <laughs> listen if you were to ever go back to california and try sushi just don't rent that same house that we were in last year because that you're you ain't getting no privacy in those bathrooms yeah. it looked like it was going to be such a great place it was weird. It was a nice house. Just you just can't. Not very practical. Yeah. For a bunch of people. Well, yeah. <laughs> and when the bathroom doors are sliding barn doors that yeah. don't seal, go flush with the wall <laughs> behind them. Yeah. Yeah. It's a wonder we didn't all see everything. Yeah, but in I, don't each think other. We did. I don't think anybody did. <laughs> we all made it a purpose to be like, somebody's in the bathroom. All right, I'm on this side Let of the house. See. 
100 feet away at all times. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. If you love what we do here at the Back Row Morning Show and Back Row Radio as a whole, please consider partnering with us at patreon.com slash backrowradio. I won't harp on it now because I'll harp on it later. But it is Top List Tuesday. List. Top yep. List Tuesday. Uh-huh. Yep. See, I um, didn't even do it that time. <laughs> we've got 10 things loving fathers do for their children. Of course, Father's Day was just a couple days ago. And so we've got a little Father's Day list for you this week. So number one, loving fathers love their children's mother. That's a big one. And it's a, number one. Yeah, and I, gosh, it seems like it's such a rare thing. Yeah. Even even if they don't like divorce or whatever. It yeah. seems like we have so many families that are couples that just don't like each other anymore. Yeah. It's sad. And I know we all go through periods in marriages. You know, it's it's unrealistic the longer you're in a marriage to think that you'll always be happy and you'll always be on the same page. Yeah. And that's kind of why those those uh, vows are in there like that of for better or for worse. You're going to have some for worse times. You're mm-hmm. going to have some some periods of time where you maybe don't like each other all that much or you're annoyed by each other. That's okay. That's okay. You'll get through it. Yep. Oh, <laughs> uh, yep. Loving fathers love their children's mother. Number two. Loving fathers love the children unconditionally. Um, that's also seeming to be a, a, a more rare and rare thing. Yeah. Well, there seems to be there are certain deal breakers. Yep. Where you're out. Mm-hmm. You're out of the family. Yep. Um, which is, like among Christian families, I feel like that's still a thing with uh, kids that come out maybe as homosexual mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah. Instead of still loving the child, I said, well, we're just not going to consider you a part of the family anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's heartbreaking. It is heartbreaking. And unfortunately, I know I know a handful of, of people who have said, you know, that doesn't matter. They're not my kid anymore if that happens. You know, if they come home one day and say something like that, they're gone. I'm like... How even at this point, in a hypothetical situation, can you be so cavalier about throwing your kid away? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. No matter what the cause. Yeah. It's sad. <sighs> Number three, loving fathers grow up. Burn. <laughs> As I sit here in my Simpsons t-shirt. Burn. <laughs> Number four, <laughs> loving fathers be there. I don't feel like that's correct grammar. grammar. (laughs) (laughs) But sentiment-wise. Loving fathers be there, yo. They be. They They be. be They be there. (laughs) In here. And er were. Number five, loving fathers provide. Uh, I'm not the main provider of my household. And I feel like even maybe just a decade ago, that was kind of ostracized in the Christian community. Yeah. But I don't feel that way now. Um, and that's fine. You know, I still I still make money. I, I still work roughly 45 hours a week with the two jobs that I have and then the two volunteer jobs that I have. Uh, but, yeah, you you can't just be a bum. You can't just be a, a, a sit-at-home bum that does nothing. Provide for the family, y'all, one way or another. 
uh, yeah, that doesn't also that doesn't necessarily mean money either, I guess. Uh, I was thinking yeah, that. I, yeah, I'm a stay-at-home dad during the day because my wife has a normal mm-hmm. eight-to-five job, and uh, you know, I provide for them by taking care of them at mm-hmm. home. Yeah. Um. So. Meeting yeah. their needs does not necessarily mean financially. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, number six: loving fathers discipline their children. Uh, I feel like that should be number two. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta admit, least fun part of parenting is Mm. the discipline. Don't like it. Usually give my kids all the chances in the world (laughs) before I give in to disciplining. Well, I don't spank the little one yet, but Eli, man, he just loves that push that boundary, push that line. Uh, poor kid. <laughs> you know you're doing it right when after they have their whooping, mm-hmm. they get up and hug you mm. for comfort. Yeah. Because they know that you're not doing it because you're a monster. Yeah. Or because you hate them. Yeah. They know that you're doing it out of love. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. So that's my only saving grace. Yeah. Is that he still will immediately come to me for comfort. And then at that point, I get to drop my angry dad routine and be my comforting dad routine. Right. Which I much prefer. Uh, Number seven, loving fathers value education. So don't uh, take your kid out of school and go fishing. (laughs) I don't know. Well. Keep him in school. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Keep the grades high. Care about it. I don't know. I guess that's what that's saying. Number eight. Loving fathers, I like this one. Raise them to leave. Huh. <laughs> Get out of my house. <laughs> no, it's, you know, it's preparing them for life. Preparing yes. them to be an adult. Not a 30-something basement dweller. Uh, True story. So, yeah. Uh, number nine, loving fathers, teach them to take responsibility mm. uh, along that same vein. Uh, if if you messed up, own up to it. Mm-hmm. Don't pass the blame. Don't act like it didn't happen. Yeah. That, to me, is the biggest sign of maturity. Yeah. Being able to take responsibility for something. Being able to say, that I'm sorry. That was my bad. Yep. Sorry. Yep. Yeah. And the number ten... Loving fathers, teach them to love this life, which uh, is also rare, I feel like. Yeah. It's it's hard to not, it's hard to not be in a complaining mode, at least some of the time. True story. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. This is a good list. I like this list. Agreed. It was good. It's a list that, number one, comforts me because I feel like I'm doing a lot of these correctly Mm -hmm. so far, Uh, and then inspires me to do the other ones that I'm not. Even better. So like. that was a pat on the back for Matt. <laughs> Over the years, the small Vermilion Heritage Museum in Alberta, Canada, tried everything in its power to unlock an old safe tucked away in its basement. The museum hired blacksmiths, called the manufacturer, contacted former employees, and challenged guests to play around with the safe. But nobody had any success. Then came Stephen Mills from Fort McMurray, Alberta. 
The tourist was on a family camping trip with his wife, his two children, and his father-in-law. Like other visitors, Mills was offered the chance to take a crack at opening it. And I th he said, I thought in my head, 20, 40, 60, and it opened. The contents of the safe provided or proved to be a little disappointing, however. It only contained some papers, old checks, a waitress's notepad, and a receipt from the hotel. That's it. Wow. <laughs> that, all, that is always one of the fascinating things about you know, when you find old safes. And, what people yeah, kept in there. Yeah. yeah. And they're almost always disappointing. It's mm -hmm. almost always there's nothing in here. Yeah. Why did you even own a safe? You weren't going to stash away some precious jewels or wads of cash yeah. from 1908. <laughs> True story. Uh, coming up later in the show, we'll take a look back at our first year in radio. And when we come back, we'll find out what's been going on with your favorite artists. Stick around. Welcome back to the Back Curl Morning Show here on this Tuesday morning. Tuhu. Kicking off our Tuhu's hour, our second hour, <laughs> with five random facts. <laughs> with the hoe. Apparently, I'm in the studio with the, the Tootsie Pop owl <laughs> today. Three. Three. Yep. <laughs> that is what you sound like. Okay. Five random facts. Author Joe Hill went 10 years of successful independent writing before revealing that Stephen King was his father. His full name is Joe Hillstrom King, and not even his agent knew. Wow. That's integrity. That's an integrity move right there. I don't know if I would call that integrity or just like super good at lying well i mean that would it would mean that he did not rely on his father's name to be successful sure he built his his fan base organically yeah himself. but i ain't never heard of him <laughs> just saying rude rude, rude. <laughs> Uh, since reconstructing, restructuring its menu options and ingredients used in 2016, Taco Bell has been one of the healthiest fast food chains in America. Yep. Listen. <laughs> My kids heard it when we talked about this yeah. a couple months ago, and I've not heard the end of it yet. <laughs> Taco Bell's the healthiest fast food place. <laughs> <laughs> My whole family loves Taco Bell. I'm not a fan. Oh, man. Yeah. I've been going back there a lot since I found out they have uh, Baja Blast Zero now. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's so good. Nope, I'm not a fan. It's so good. Not zero calories. Zero sugar. Still got a few calories. On average, soccer players run as far as 9.5 miles in a single match. I sure didn't, because they always made me the goalie because I was the fattest kid on the team. I covered more of the goal with my body than anybody else would. That's awful. I wasn't even committed. I dove one time in like four years. Really? <laughs> that ball, yeah. All the other times I just tried to reach it. Ugh. Oh, oh well. sorry. 
Kia parrots warble together when they're in a good mood, making them the first known non-mammal species to communicate with infectious laughter. I'm assuming it's Kia. Kia? Kia? I would say Kia. I can't think of how and how else. I would say key parrots. Oh, key parrots? Yeah. Okay. Like T or P. Oh, true story. I would think, anyway. Just grammatically, that's what I would think. But it could be Kia. Who knows? Yeah. And then Melbourne, Australia gave some of its trees email addresses so residents could report problems. Instead, the trees received love letters. (laughs) Well, that's so sweet. So sweet. Australians are so sweet. (laughs) Having been descendants of criminals. (laughs) We're all descendants of criminals, Matt. Jeez, don't be so judgmental. But it was I like, mean, do you know like, what American history like is? Prison planet is what it was. England's like, get, uh, get rid of all of these prisoners. Apparently, Let's go let them live in their own country. Christopher Columbus is one of the worst people on the planet. So <laughs> one of the worst people to have ever lived. Oh, uh, we've got <laughs> some artist updates for you. Uh, news and social media from your favorite artists. We got Zach Williams and Ninjas. Might be a good fit. Zach's song, Chainbreaker, was recently featured on American Ninja Warrior. What? It's always fun to hear Christian music featured on TV. Yep. Uh, they played a lot of it on Roswell, when it, the first version of Roswell that came out. Yeah. And on Smallville. Yeah. They did that every now and then. I remember hearing uh, Thousand Foot Crutches Rock Fist in one of the episodes of Smallville during like a drag race scene. And I was like, what? It's one of my favorite songs. Okay, cool. WWE does it a lot. They use a lot of uh, Christian music. Yeah. For their... They just got tons of stuff they put music behind, I guess. I guess. Clip reels, highlight reels, recaps, uh, theme songs for pay-per-views, all kinds of stuff. However, Zach Williams had uh, to cancel a few shows over the weekend. He's been battling bronchitis for the past several weeks and has nearly lost his voice. Um, that's one of the, like, when, when I was actively wishing as a child to be a musician, like that got to sing and go on concert tours and stuff. Is that one of your biggest fears? That was one of my fears. I'm like, like I sing too much in choir and I lose my voice or it gets scratchy or whatever. And I was told that, you know, whenever that happens and your throat's sore, you could do some irreparable damage to your throat if you just keep singing. Mm-hmm. Like how, how do not all vocalists do that to their voices when they're touring all the time? They take good care of themselves. <laughs> uh, and then there was that glorious video of Justin Bieber when he had the flu. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Poor Biebs. Uh I derive way too much satisfaction out of that video. <laughs> You're an awful person. I am an awful person. It's probably terrible. But I'm like, dude, if you're that sick, just cancel the show. Why are you... You're so, so mean. <laughs> Get out there with a stomach bug. <sighs> so mean. Hey, props to him. He carried on, man. He carried on. It's time for another edition of Shane and Shane's Would You Rather. Would you rather hear God speak through a donkey or a burning bush, Mo? Oh, Lord. I don't know. <laughs> Um, I think I would be more terrified of a donkey. Really? I yeah, I think I would be. Because a donkey can move. That's my only <laughs> like 
<laughs> if something's going to talk to me that's not supposed to talk, I want it to be stuck where it's at. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I can walk away from the burning me. bush, but the donkey can follow. Walk away. This isn't happening. This isn't happening. I'm yeah. Keep walking until I can't hear it. No yeah. Way. Donkey like, hey. I know. And all right that I can you. think is just Eddie Murphy. Is yeah, it? yeah. Yeah. That's that's what I was saying. That I probably wouldn't be afraid of a donkey as much because I'm conditioned for it. No <laughs> TV I, and movies. No, I've, no. I want to get away from it as fast as possible, and that donkey's going to end up following me. I know he is. So, and be best friends. No. And in the morning, I'm making waffles. Not happening. <laughs> Casting Crowns member Wanda Vevo now knows how to get more than one thing accomplished in a day. He posted running errands with Melody and she just returned something to Target and then just walked out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how do you do that? I didn't know you were allowed to do that. A uh, reminder from Randy Phillips of Phillips, Craig and Dean. Kindness is one of the nine fruits of the spirit. Kindness is not being nice. Kindness is a spirit-led determination that everybody is somebody. No one will be marginalized. I see you and I hear you. Dang. And a suggestion from Shane and Shane. We think there needs to be a whole line of Bible emojis. Samson's hair, Rahab and her scarlet thread, a burning bush, a talking donkey, Isaac and the on the altar. <laughs> That'd be a good one for How's it going, honey, with the kids today? Just returning Isaac on the altar. <laughs> Sacrifice one of them. Someone gonna die. God needs to provide a ram because someone gonna die. Uh, according to research, people who read more, specifically fiction, tend to display more sociable behaviors and be more empathetic. This conclusion is based upon a British study at Kingston University in London. The researchers asked 123 people about their reading or television watching habits. They also noted that genre, uh, what genres they liked, comedy, nonfiction, romance, or drama. The researchers then tested their social skills. The book readers versus TV watchers. Uh, book readers came out on top when displaying more empathetic behavior. They so it's better feels. to read books, people. It makes, And that makes sense to me because... You know, empathy is all about putting yourself in the other person's shoes, mm-hmm. essentially. Right. And when you're reading a book, you're having to create the visuals yourself. Exactly. So you're almost having to put yourself in that story to see around you. Yeah, it makes while, perfect sense. Yeah, while TV, you don't. It's done yeah. for you. You're just an observer, not a feeler. True story. This is a really good show. <laughs> when we come back, one year of Back Row Radio. But first... Time for Love Thy Nerds Critical Hit. Take it away, Hector. Hey everyone, this is the Love Thy Nerd Critical Hit. I'm Hector Mirai with Faith and Fandom, and I just wanted to share a quick thought with you. X-Men Dark Phoenix opened this past weekend to one of the most disappointing domestic openings of superhero history. Their domestic opening was less than every single movie in the MCU every single movie in the DCEU and less than every other movie in the X-Men franchise. The only other movie in recent history with that bad of a domestic opening was 2015's Fantastic Four. And guess what? The same dude that wrote 2015's Fantastic Four wrote and directed X-Men Dark Phoenix. Surprise! This just was not the movie X-Men fans were looking forward to 
And we're also facing the reality that with Disney's acquisition of Fox, the X-Men franchise as we know it is over. So people weren't going to this movie with joy. They weren't going to this movie with excitement. They were going to this movie probably for the same reason I went to this movie, a sense of obligation. That I've already invested in, you know, almost a dozen movies in this franchise that it would be a shame to miss out on seeing one out of all of that. So when I pay my money to watch this film, it's going to be out of a sense of obligation. But I'm going to tell you this, that's not a great reason to go to the movies. But even more so, that's not a great reason to do anything. Scripture teaches us in 2 Corinthians 9-7 that each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. Listen, y'all, when God calls us to give or God invites us to give of our time, of our talent, of our treasure, of our money, of our opportunities, God wants us to give with a joyful heart, not out of compulsion or obligation. And that's where I find myself with this X-Men movie. So whether we're talking about mutant movies or the way we live our lives day to day, let's pursue things we can do with joy and not out of obligation. Want you to know that Love Thy Nerd exists to love and serve our nerdy neighbors through thoughtful content, relational outreach, and intentional community. Check out our website at lovethynerd.com, our thriving Facebook community where you can interact on a daily basis. We have several podcasts, one of which I host, and we're active on all the socials. You can also check me and my book series out over at Faith and Fandom on Facebook. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show here on this Tuesday morning. Oh, if you hear a, a bird tweet in the background, we had to open the window of the studio because it is stinking hot in here. It is. Our air conditioner is broke. And I am not looking forward to the rest of summer broke recording. Design. In the heat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I hope they fix this thing soon. <laughs> but we officially launched Back Row Radio on June 18th of 2018, one year ago today. And things have progressed quite, quite a, a lot, lot in a year's time. So today we're going to share some fun facts about how we got started, how we do it, and where we see it going. Uh, so originally, we started as a podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, buddies John Berkey and Kevin Wellborn and I started the uh, what, what was originally the Back Row podcast, and then it turned into Back Row Baptist podcast because I don't know why. I don't remember why we changed. Oh, because there was already a Back Row podcast. Okay. It was like a movie podcast or something. Uh, we found out like 10 episodes in, so we changed it to the Back Row Baptist podcast. Okay. Um... But one of the things that we did starting with episode three was that we started featuring independent Christian music Mm -hmm. artists, you know. Uh, So we had the likes of uh, Dusty Marshall, we had Andy Calvert, we had, um, oh gosh, I'm blanking on her name, Tara, Tara Jackson, Tara Mm -hmm. Jackson, Uh, Sunship, one of our favorites, uh, does recovery-based Christian music. Um, yeah, so we, you know, all those bands, tons of them, we, we've had tons of bands and singers, uh, give us their music, give us their independent music and let us feature them 
on the podcast as kind of a break from uh, between segments. And uh, as time went on, my family has always been in radio. Like my dad, my grandfather, always been in radio for as long as I can remember. And so I've always kind of had that bug. And I even worked with them for a while. I've always had that radio bug. And I happened to come across a website online called Live 365, which allows you to start your own radio station. And it helps take care of licensing and stuff uh, because licensing is a big headache. Mm -hmm. Uh, There are four different what what are known as PROs, uh, which is, I don't remember what that stands for, but it's ASCAP, BMI, CSAC, and SoundExchange. And so you might have heard those referenced somewhere somehow. Uh, but essentially, they take care of all the licensing for pretty much every uh, record label uh, and some independent artists as well. And uh, you usually have to like pay them, but there's no like specific structure to it. And so Live 365 has worked out deals with all of these companies to pay kind of on a tiered basis. And so you just pay Live 365, they take the portion that they need to pay to the PROs and take care of that. This is very simple, Mm -hmm. very simple process. I'm like, well, if we can do that, I could start an independent Christian radio station. I've got tons of music that's been submitted, which I didn't realize at the time was not nearly enough music. Um, (laughs) But so I started working that out. But the problem came with, again with the licensing because at first i didn't think that i would need to have licensing uh pay for licensing because i thought independent meant you weren't licensed you weren't uh going to be represented by any of those and so i started actually reaching out and trying to find out uh you know if we could play their music and found out that some of them are licensed and some of them are listed but you can't like search them anywhere to tell if they are or are not listed on one of these things. And so it got to the point where it became such a giant headache of even if I do this, some of these artists don't even remember that they've registered with these companies. And so if I do this and I play music that I think is not on one of these licensing programs, I could get in trouble. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you know what? Oh, Mo's phone went off. Uh, My bad. Sorry. That never happens. Sorry, people. Uh, so my thought became, let's just do all of it. Let's yeah. just go all in. So I'm glad we did because that meant we could play all kinds of Christian music and still heavily feature indie Christian music. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we wouldn't have had nearly enough <laughs> music. <laughs> I grossly underestimated at first how many songs you need in a rotation to not make it feel like you're listening to the same music over and over again. Same 20 songs. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's also what Caleb did. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, burn. You know what? There's there's even a local station, uh, local-ish, out of Albuquerque for us that we get um, that was amazing. They played more music, too, different genres. And apparently, they've also switched recently to a more K-Love-ish sound. Really? Meaning... There is no broadcast radio station in our area that plays anything different. Mm-hmm. Air One, of course, a few months ago, switched to an all-worship format. Mm-hmm. They're all the same. They're all yep. turning the same. 
Also, their morning show team left. Very popular morning show team uh, out of that Albuquerque radio station. Really? Both of them left. Uh, yeah. Apparently, there were rumors that the station, because the station was toning down the style of music, they also wanted them to tone down their brand of comedy mm. and make it sound more generic like it does on Caleb sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and well, yeah. Well, good for them That's for sad. sticking true. Yeah. Yeah, they left. They gone. They gone. Um, so, yeah. So, that was our idea. And that, that was the reasoning behind why we chose to do Christian music of every genre. Because this keeps happening. And it's not entirely the radio station's fault. Like, it's the industry. The music all seems to be going that direction. Bands keep choosing to be this way. Uh, Newsboys and Audio Adrenaline. Mm-hmm. Used to have a very specific sound. Yeah. Very specific sound, odd lyrics, you know, interesting, cool things. And then both of them have switched. Of course, they're not all the original members anymore, but as the bands have changed, they've both switched to this kind of we're going to focus mainly on worshipful type sound, right? Sounding stuff. And it's all the same sounding. Uh, so we wanted to showcase the very different styles of music and you know i had a massive collection of music already so that's where we started uh ripped every cd got all the metadata put together found all the album artwork built it all it was a very very long process it took me two months to get all that stuff ready to go before long before we even launched um and then of course we had our patreon donors but we had them coming over from the podcast mm-hmm. uh, and so we're like hey we're doing something new we want you to stick around. I believe all of them did. Uh, they got to hear our test stream for the first week. And, uh, yeah, it was great. So when we first started, we didn't have the morning show. Instead, we had, like, faux morning shows where we took popular podcasts, some from our friends and some that we had sought out, and aired them as morning shows. Uh, but, you know, they were of different length and they were of different... Uh, theme and there was no consistency to it so uh, Mo and I really worked hard to get an actual show going uh, by August so we just had to do that for a couple months as we started Uh, how's it been being on the morning show (laughs) a lot more work (laughs) it is a lot more work you know we went from recording an hour a week (laughs) yeah yeah I do slightly miss the podcast. Yeah. But I think that I slightly miss the podcast because I miss talking to other people other than you all the time. That's true. That is the that is the one big downfall is that we it's hard to get other people to come in here and talk early in the morning. Yeah. Um but yeah, we need to work on that, getting more guests. That'd I bet be we could cool. do it if we tried. Just one day a week have a guest. <laughs> it can be on Thursday so that you know it's later in the morning by the time we actually record. Yeah, we could do that. Um, <laughs> but I can't believe it's been a year. Yeah, a year of the radio station already. Yeah. It went really quick. Um, let's see. So as as the time has progressed, here's kind of what's, what's changed and what we do. Of course, we have the morning show instead of the podcast. Uh, we add music twice a week, usually, sometimes more. Um, or I got to go through DJ pools and... And uh, new release, um, new new release. What's the website? 
used to be new release Tuesday. Now I think it's just new release today. Because remember when music used to come out on Tuesdays? No. It was only like five years ago. No. Where all music came out on Tuesdays. That was release day for new music. And then no. they moved it to Friday. <laughs> I know not of what you speak of. <laughs> I'm young. I don't remember things. <laughs> Whatever. I'm older than you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. So, you know, we get go through all that. Add as much music as we can. Uh, afford to add. And then we also have gained our mascot and our theme. Our, our ice creamy theme. Trip. <laughs> Trip, our mascot. He's my fave. <laughs> and uh, we have got currently over 3,300 songs in the rotation. What? Uh, so you never get bored, my friends. Uh, so here's some statistics that have happened throughout this year. Number one, we have had 13,412 different active listeners in America this year. 200 in Canada and in the UK, which has only been able to stream us for about the last month, we've had 28 listeners (laughs) from the UK. Uh, But by far the most popular way to listen is on our phone app and by far the most popular option is the iPhone version. Uh, The next closest option is Android, though Android is used only about half as much. Uh, as iPhones are to listen to us. Mm. Uh, third, most pop- third most popular is streaming through the Chrome browser. Uh, Patreon donations when we started was 112. Patreon donations today, 120. Jeez, guys. <laughs> it's been a little bit higher, but even though our listener count has dramatically increased, our overall donations have not. Uh, here's why we need more licensing, more music, Advertising, equipment replacement, dedicated phone line, possibility of actually live, live shows. Uh, What? Future travel to events where we can engage with listeners in person. What? One day making this our full-time jobs. What? But that's all getting ahead of ourselves for now. (laughs) We just want to be able to run the station as best we can in our current setup. And getting to $600 a month will do that. So if you can give anything, anything, $1, $2, $5, if you can give anything, check us out at patreon.com slash backrowradio. Go to backrowradio.com and find the link there as well. Uh, let's round out the hour with uh, uh, some 11th commandments. All right. Are you ready for this? Uh, yeah. Well, let me explain it. Oh. <laughs> for those who haven't heard, but this is a relatively new segment. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you join our Back Row Baptist Church Facebook group, we ask you two questions that are, you know, hey, you're aware you're joining a humor group and you might get offended by jokes because jokes are inherently offensive. That's what a joke is. And uh, then the third question is basically prompting you to make a joke yourself. And most people fail. Um, But (laughs) every now and then there are a few uh, shining nuggets of of humor Mm -hmm. through some of our listeners or some of our members. So here are a couple of them. So Ashley Tournay says, if we're not eating... We're not meeting. Eleventh commandment. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. As, I, a, as a Southern Baptist, I feel like I have to agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> and then Tim McNutt says, "Thou shalt not crop dust in church." <laughs> you can't tell me what to do. The funniest thing, 
that uh, I've ever discovered about our pastor from oh my his gosh. past <laughs> is that t- the one one real tweet he ever tweeted, <laughs> which was, you know, God, I can't remember how exactly he worded it, but it's something like, you know, sure the vengeance vengeance is the Lord's, but He still gives us the ability to fart on or near people. <laughs> Oh, I loved it. Class act. I laughed so much. <laughs> <laughs> he his he is irrationally uh, obsessed with fart humor. Party humor. Party humor. Uh, yeah. I wrote him that whole poem. Yep. <laughs> A toot for Johnny, <laughs> where I used every farting euphemism that I could think of. He was so proud of that too. It was, and I worked hard, so he, he should so have been proud. proud. Of that. It's it's hanging up in his office. Is it? <laughs> it's framed and everything. It's uh, legit. And it all started with that very last line of using that Bible verse of "May the wind be always at your back, just don't let it come from it." <laughs> that started with that. I'm like, I could build something around that. <laughs> <laughs> If if, uh, if we're raising a crop of Christians, then your Highlands crop duster. Oh my goodness! <laughs> oh, at every spaghetti pot, or uh, yeah, at every spaghetti potluck, you always cut the cheese. <laughs> you know, we all that. we all have talents. I need to get that whole poem and read it on air. Oh my gosh! This would be so funny. All right, Cigarette will be back soon to announce our contest winners. What? And let's stop the show. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show here on this Tuesday morning. We got your Bible verse and thought for the day. Bible verse for the day is Ephesians 6, 4. Fathers, do not exasperate your children. Instead, bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. And our thought for the day comes from Insight for Living. We expend way too much energy hiding our weaknesses in order to win the approval of others. Mm. So so we took to uh, Mm. our social media last week and asked you to comment for us your favorite Christian song, preferably one you've heard on our station. Uh, of those that entered, we have randomly chosen a runner-up that will receive a signed copy of my book, Please Don't Side Hug Me, The Best of Back Row Baptist, and a grand prize winner that will receive a signed copy of my book, and a brand new Amazon Echo Dot, third generation, newest generation. Uh, of course, both will also get a stack of Back Row Radio stickers, too. Our runner-up is Mr. Dave. On Twitter, I don't know his full name. That's just the way he listed himself. Uh, Mr. Dave on Twitter. He's been following for a while. Then we got our grand prize winner on Facebook. I can't do a drum roll. (laughs) Ah, That's the best I got. Sorry. Desiree Wilson. (laughs) 
Congratulations, Desiree and Dave. We will be getting in contact with you this week and then sending you your prizes. Thank you for being supporters of Backer Radio. Thank you to everyone who entered. Uh, we'll be doing more contests in the future, so keep an ear out. And, uh, you know, the best way to make sure that you uh, are aware of them is follow us all on all our social medias, uh, which we'll get to in just a second. But we are here every Monday through Thursday, starting at 7 a.m. Eastern, 4 a.m. Pacific, with an encore at 10 Eastern and 7 Pacific. Podcast is available at backrowradio.com or most places you find podcasts, usually that night, sometimes the next day, whenever I get around to it. And as Matt alluded to, <laughs> be sure that you're following us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Backrow Radio. And join our laughter-inducing Facebook community, Backrow Baptist Church, by going to brbchurch.com. That's it for the show. Mo, what's the final word? Still, still with us. That's it for today's show. If you need us, we'll be in the back. Bye. Bye. Bye.